Um, we do have a graduation this morning, and uh, I just want to share a scripture. And um, you know, this is you know, Tulia said this is a service for Eagles Nest, but uh, I really, you know, wanted to be a service about giving honor to what God's doing and His grace at Eagles Nest. And you're going to hear Josh come up and share, and you're going to hear his testimony, and you're going to hear that it, Eagles Nest itself didn't do a whole lot of changing in him. God did it. And uh, I don't know where Robbie's going to share this morning. I don't want to step on his toes, but there is that scripture that Paul says, I, I am who I am by the grace of God. And grace was not without effect in me. And... Uh, and that's what you're going to hear this morning. We don't. There's a scripture in Revelation that it's pretty powerful. It's been quoted a lot, but it comes out of Revelation chapter 12, verse 10 and 11. It says, "Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of His Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down. He who accuses them before our God day and night. And they overcame him because of the blood of the Lamb and because of the word of their testimony, and they did not love their life, even faced with death. And, um, you know, the testimony today is the blood of the Lamb and its grace. And I've heard one of the best definitions of grace I think I've ever heard in my life. I've heard unmerited favor growing up. But when I came to the dwelling place a little over five years ago, I heard Rick begin to talk about this definition of grace, of God doing for me what I could not attain. And it was this word picture of us operating here with the best of what we could do, but grace takes us to this place that we could have never done in any of my best abilities, in any of my best works. And unfortunately, in addiction, our place down here is very low. (laughs) You know, I myself am in recovery and was at 21 in a four-year crack addiction, and the best of what I could do with my life got me seated in a program at age 21. That was the best of all the potential and all the education and all the things that I had accomplished in school and things like that. The best of all that got me sitting in the same place with someone with no education. got me sitting in the same place with all walks of life, and I realized it had nothing to do with that. And that grace took me to a place that as much as my striving, as much as my working wanted to do, grace took me to a whole other place. And that's what Eagle's Nest, and I believe our heart behind it, is to help these guys find that person of grace in Jesus Christ and recognizing what that blood of the Lamb is. And then standing on that testimony. You're going to hear a testimony today of that grace, of that transforming grace, of what a guy did with his life and then what God's done with it here. And, you know, we call it a graduation, but I'm really moving towards the direction of a commencement because today isn't a finish line for Josh. Today's a starting line. You know, he's been training for 10 months to a year now on how to live and walk in this journey and learning how to handle and walk in this realm of grace, this amazing grace. And, uh, and I'm going to shut up now and I'm going to have Josh come up with his family and I'm going to let him share his story and testify of this. Everyone come, come up. You're welcome. 
Josh, introduce your family to us and share with us. Well, first and foremost, this is my, <clears throat> excuse my voice, I've lost it a couple times in a couple days. This is my beautiful daughter, Faith. This is my beautiful mother, Teresa. This is my stepfather, Dean. This is my father, Doug. Beautiful stepmother, Sandy. My beautiful sister, Natasha. <clears throat> well, I'm, my name is Josh Bester. Y'all don't know. Um, I'm from Okeechobee, Florida. Um, if y'all want to sit back down, y'all can. Same. Well, um, I had a wonderful childhood. I had great parents. At the age of eight, they um, got a divorce. In that, I built some resentments and um, judgments. And, it, you know, it showed in a lot of um, rebellion. But throughout that, I held a dirty heart um, at a young age. And uh, up through um, just becoming a teenager, you know, I began using alcohol and drugs. Um, just looking for identity, basically. Um, I had no identity at all. And in the search of identity, I, uh, you know, I, every relationship, everything I had in my path, I destroyed. Um, and at about the age of 21, the Lord blessed me with a beautiful little girl. And it gave me a reason to live. And in that, um, it gave me it gave me identity. I, I, I put all my identity in her. But um, unfortunately, you know, without the Lord in my life, I still I still um, fell short the best I could do, like Greg was saying. You know, I ended up in a McDonald's parking lot with nowhere to go. Um, even after, you know, having her, I destroyed everything, demolished all my relationships due to, you know, due to my selfish selfish um selfish needs and desires and just all about me um i landed in a mcdonald's parking lot well um i reached out for help i cried out for god i've always believed in god um i just never had a relationship with the lord he was more of a savior in my life than a um than the lord of my life i cried out for him whenever i needed him um I cried out that day for help. I ended up at Eagle's Nest. And um, since I've been here, um, the Lord just showed me how to love others. But more more importantly, He showed me how to love myself. Um, and in that, He's taught me to be a son. He's taught me to be a father in a way I've never known before. Um, and I'm getting my identity through the Lord now. And by the grace of God, I don't ever have to be that old man again. And, um, really, he's just, he's showed me a lot, and, and he's called me, as much as I want to just go home and be with her right now, um, he's called me to, to do a stage two, because I don't feel that my aftercare plan is really, is really what I need, I don't have an aftercare plan yet, so he's called me to do a stage two, so I'm going to come back and we'll do a stage two and see what the Lord unfolds for me, and, um, just go from there. You know, Josh has Josh has always been a great child. He, um, like I say, he he had a good childhood. He had everything he needed from all four of us, and he had sisters and brothers that loved him. The biggest thing when with Josh is, I have. My son's never written me a letter before he came here. And 
I saved every letter that he wrote. And I have sat down and I have read them, each and every one, in order as they came. And the difference in not only the words he used, but the way he used them. I could see it through every letter that came, the difference and the growth that he was making. And we knew, we knew at home when Josh hit where he hit that something bigger, there had to be something bigger to help because we couldn't do it. We knew that we had done what we had done. We had done everything we could do. We were his enablers because we, we were out of love. But what we had to do was let go and let something bigger have this. And when we did let go, that's when Josh... That's what Josh did. And I think that I thank God for Eagle's Nest and I thank the Lord for bringing him here and bringing him back to us. Because I always knew I wasn't dealing with Josh. What was showing was his addiction. I wasn't dealing with my son. And I have my son back. And I thank the Lord every day for that. I got one more thing on that. Um. I can confidently say now if what's changed from then and now is I can walk in a room and I can look at my parents in the eyes with confidence and know they trust me and know I can be trusted. And also now I confidently know that my little girl can look up to her father instead of look down on me, nodding down on the couch. Amen. Well, Josh, we want to give you this as a certificate of achievement. What it says, it has a scripture, comes out of Philippians 3, verses 13 and 14. It says, Brethren, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet, but one thing I do, forgetting about what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And it says that on this certifies that as, as of August 11th, 2013, Joshua Vest has accomplished and completed all requirements for graduation from this recovery program and hereby is commissioned to walk in a manner worthy of a disciple of Christ. And we just want to give you this as a token of your achievement. And uh, thank you for sharing today. And, uh, you know, he said he came from Okeechobee. That's a long way to come to this program. And uh, and I'd even cautioned him coming in. I think I think it was I talked to his mom, and she said, "Well, the sheriff in this town said he needs to leave." <laughs> and uh, so we opened that door and we brought him up. And Joss has been a tremendous uh, investment. You know, one of the things, you know, the the standard of our program is Jesus Christ. You know, but the purpose of our program is change. And that, you know, and we tell that to every man that comes in and as he goes through, that change is the utmost priority. And as you see, we have one guy graduating. Uh, when he started in this class, I think he probably had up to six or eight guys with him that aren't standing here with him today. And um, Eagles Nest is a tough program. We're not harsh and we're not mean, but it does come to a point where men have to make decisions on whether or not they want to change. And they want that grace in their life. And the moment that they begin to choke that out and they make a decision they don't want it, then we aren't able to work with them anymore. 
And those men dismissed themselves along the way. You know, and I, I don't do a lot of stats. I'm not a big when it comes to the program because I have an honest belief that when a guy, when a guy leaves our program, he has everything he needs to make it. He's been given the tools. He's been given the relationship with Jesus. He's been given the things to be successful in this journey. But when I look back at the numbers, we've had about 120 men in our program over the past five years. And 50% of those men have graduated. And that's, so that means you have a 50% chance of graduating Eagle's Nest Regeneration based on those numbers. And out of those numbers, 67% of those men are walking it out. And um, and I, I was talking with Peter the other day, the national standard is below 30%. So I'd give God a lot of credit for what he's doing in the Eagle's Nest. But... I say that all really to say the fact that he's standing here today says a lot about Josh and his willingness to let God have his way in his life and be teachable and be humble as God's had his way. Now, he ain't always been humble in that process. <laughs> we had to work some of that Okeechobee out of him, but uh, he's done. He's let God do a good work. And, he's, and, and I'm really, I know it's not an easy decision for him to stay on, but he's really out of care and concern for his life and his daughter's life. He wants to be sure and moving forward. And that's not an easy decision. So we really ask that you be praying for him over these next couple months as he's seeking the Lord and what those next steps are for him. Because it's a choice to be separated from his daughter for another couple months. And that's not easy. You know, I don't know. I don't even know if I can do that. You know what I mean? So in some respects, be praying for him that he hears the Lord loud and clear and what that includes and how that looks. And be praying for us as we guide him in that. We thank you. Thank you guys for sharing. Thank you, Josh. Love you.